Hello and welcome back to another episode of the From, From Dawn, Dawn to Dawn, Dawn podcast. We will be your hosts for the current school year and we are excited to dive right into things. This podcast serves as a platform for fellow Dons to get to know one another. From educators to students to school administrators and facility staff, we dive deeper into learning about the faces that make up the Dons community. This week's episode, today we're here with Ms. Wilson, getting a little bit more information on why incoming freshmen, sophomores, and juniors should take her classes next year. Hi, ladies. Hi. Good to have you here. (laughs) So, Ms. Wilson, can you tell us a little bit about what classes you teach here? Well, I am the sole drama teacher at Cathedral, so I teach all drama classes. I teach beginning drama. Um honors drama courses, which next year are receiving some new names. So um, honors uh, musical theater, honors advanced acting, honors playwriting and directing, and college drama, voice and diction and movement. Sometimes we also offer technical theater as well. Wow, that's a lot of classes. It's a lot of classes. (laughs) (laughs) So many. That's so fun. It is. What made you decide to teach drama? Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, I was a young actor, brand new actor out of high, uh, out of college. And, um, I started teaching and giving lessons on the side just to solo students, prepping them for auditions. And then I had my first youth theater teacher approach me and say, you know, I think you should teach this. And I said, Oh, I'm not a teacher. That's my mom. My mom's a teacher. My mom yeah. was a my mom was an elementary school teacher for over 40 years. So I grew up learning from the absolute best teacher ever. Right. I was always good at breaking things down for people, like teaching them how to do whatever it was, Spanish, chemistry, anything. And I'm patient and I like kids. And so I had all the components of being a teacher. I just didn't know that's what I was doing all along, you know, until somebody right pointed it out to me. (laughs) So kind of was an accidental journey. But um, here we are almost 30 years later. And uh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) So you started just like having a passion for theater. How was it incorporated into your life outside of school? Well, I always knew I was always putting on shows like in my in my house, my dolls all had voices and they talked to each other. And I would throw a neighborhood talent show and my front yard and charge admission. And so I was always, my life was always a show, a musical. I was always obsessed with musical theater and dancing and movie musicals. Um, But it really wasn't until college that I kind of believed that I could do that myself. You know, I sang very extensively my whole life. I was always a singer. Uh, But then in college, I got more involved in theater and then really really began working professionally in theater uh, after college. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that answers that. That's how theater, yeah, theater was, yeah. a, theater has been a part of my life since, since I was, you know, a, a baby, right. but really making it an active part of my life probably was high school and college. That's awesome. Yeah. So what would you tell someone who's listening to this podcast? They're kind of debating, taking a drama class. Maybe they have stage fright and they're thinking drama's going to force me on the stage. Sure. What would you say? I think uh, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think people's uh, the number one fear 
is um, putting themselves out in front of people. Like right. that's really making yourself vulnerable, mm-hmm. fearing that you're not good enough and that people are going to laugh at you or think you're not right. talented. Or And that's really, that's the opposite vibe that I'm trying to create in my classes and in my program. I want people to take risks, Mm -hmm. put themselves out there, have fun, make new friends, find out new talents about themselves that they didn't know they had. Um, Recent scientific study has shown that participation in performing and visual arts in any capacity, whether it's just joining a drama club for fun, taking part in a community theater production, you don't have to be a professional actor, 100% of participants in all these studies say that their stress levels went down, their endorphins went up, mm-hmm. they were happier people, they made friends. None of them were, they, and sometimes they found out, oh, I have skills, and I got exercise, and I, right. my voice grew in ability and talent. Like, those are all, that's, sure, that happens too. Mm-hmm. But all the stress-relieving mm-hmm. qualities of taking part in theater and dance, um, especially, are documented so when people are looking for a class in their schedule, just to like relieve some anxiety, natural anxiety, drama class is a perfect outlet. Right. Yeah. For And doing something more creative and not so academic, I think is important. Right. Yeah. Now, to be sure, there are academic components to theater that I feel very strongly about, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but it's not sit in your desk, yeah. please solve this mathematical right. problem. Yeah. It's not the stress of having to... Um, people do worry about memorizing lines, but I have tricks for that. That's that's not usually anything people have to worry about. Yeah. Um, it, it's it is an outlet that is different than say um, a science class, a math class, an right. engineering class, which demands a totally different set of skills mm-hmm. and attention. You're forming like social skills. It's mostly like team building and team. Oh my gosh, yeah. you said it. Team building. Um, <laughs> collaboration was which is a synonym for that i mean right um uh, creative ways to solve problems yeah if we haven't if the last couple of years with covid mm-hmm. and everything we've had to face haven't taught us have taught us anything it's that we've had to like think our think outside the box you know yeah. think of new ways to do things because we were forced to mm-hmm. we didn't have an option theater does that mm-hmm. the show opens on this day mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to open with or without you right right and so you have if plan a doesn't work well then you got to go to plan b and c and d and that's something that my theater career especially in children's theater yeah. has set me up. I, I'm a totally different person because of that exposure. Mm-hmm. When I had kids who couldn't, didn't know their right from their left, I had and couldn't understand what I was telling them. I had to come yeah. up with like a new way to tell them or to demonstrate. I had to come up with all the little, I call them my bag of tricks, you know? <laughs> and that has made me in life a problem solver. Yeah. And so there's nothing that comes to me that I don't think there's a way out of it. There's a way right, around. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. Theater taught me that. That's Theater so taught me that. Better, more than any other subject area. Right. Um, it taught me flexibility, perseverance, uh, stick-to-itiveness is what I call it. Just not giving up mm-hmm. um, until you get the job done. Right. You know. And what is something that is important to you as a teacher? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sure there are a lot of things. Yeah, but... <laughs> well, I want school to be a place where people feel safe, loved, and accepted for exactly who they are. And I think 
the theater community does that better than anybody. We like to think we do. Right. And I think we do. We want everybody to come to the table with their experience, their talent, um, the things that scare them, the things that make them happy, their dreams, and know that this is a place where they just get to be themselves. So as a teacher, I feel really passionate about my, my number one job is to keep my students safe and happy. Mm-hmm. And um, it sounds kind of simple, but it's not, this is a hard, it's hard to be a teenager. I remember, yeah. um, I know we keep on saying it gets better <laughs> and it does. And still those same insecurities that haunted me when I was your age right. are still like right here now. Yeah. And um, if I can do anything as a teacher, it's, to um, provide a, a safe space for my students to just be themselves and know that that's more than enough in this world. Um, because I just see so many who are depressed, right. lonely, feel that they have to change to be somebody else to get friends, mm-hmm. get acceptance from their peers, their parents, the world, whatever. And I don't, if I can. Um, provide that space, then that's what I want to do more than anything. Totally. That's so important. Um, A lot of your students come in taking freshman drama and they continue taking drama their whole high school career. Like, what's your favorite part about watching them kind of grow up in their high school career and grow up in drama? Right. I'm nodding. I'm sorry, podcasters, you can't see me nodding. (laughs) Yes. It is such a great part to remember, like, freshman little person who couldn't even make eye contact with me is now senior who is guiding and mentoring other people. I mean, well, now that's the ultimate goal. Mm -hmm. When I see, when I see my students become teachers and leaders, like, you know, my job is done. You know, like that is, it is totally (laughs) the dream because you like, it's, um, you know, we, I don't know if this is fancy words, Maslow's um, pyramid, the highest order of thinking is being able to take the stuff you're taught and come up with new original thought generated and and then spit out new ideas, new ways of doing things. When I see my students directing, coaching, Mm -hmm. helping people learn lines, telling them, well, I do it this way. And, Oh, I just, you know, my heart grows like four sizes. Yeah. And when you see people over years and then seeing them grow in talent, in confidence, Mm -hmm. in skill, it's, um, the thing about theater is it does, it does take time. Yeah. It is not something that happens overnight. You don't have one, you don't start here. uh, Well, I'm, I'm, you don't start (laughs) at the bottom and get to the top. Four years really do show. Show, yeah. show something. And so when people are feeling like not so confident as freshmen and sophomores, I just want to go like, hold on, baby, just hold yeah. on. Because you just, just give it weird. more time, more yeah. months, another show, another, like, mm-hmm. I had a kid come in the other day and he wasn't so sure about whether he liked the show or not. And I wanted to cry because I was like, you've only been here like seven rehearsals. Like, seriously, just give it two more years. And I, right. in my mind, I'm thinking like, that sounds crazy, but yeah. it's the truth. You know, like mm-hmm. it's, to achieve anything in life takes it, it takes an investment, yeah, and and theater absolutely. is an investment in time, patience, um, money sometimes to get lessons and all the things that it takes. So that four year journey, 
when we made it together, mm-hmm. when I say goodbye to that group of seniors every year, like, oh, I got to cry it out. And I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> it's really hard yeah. because that journey has been one that I've been on with them mm-hmm. that whole time, you know? Right. So. And for the students who don't take your class, maybe can they still be a part of the school production? Yes, yes. One, I have to figure out, I wish I had the exact figure for you. Mm-hmm. But a couple of years ago, we figured out that 75% of it was up to about 75% of cathedral students will have been involved with drama in some way or right. shape or form. That's a lot, wow. That's a lot yeah. right? Um, either in class or in a show or doing yeah. tech or actively, not just coming to the show. We said coming to the show, that number would probably approach like 90%, you know? Oh, definitely. But um, anybody can be a part yeah. of our family. We are a no-cut sport yeah. in that if you audition and you don't make it into the show, mm-hmm. we offer you a crew position. And crew is an awesome opportunity yeah. too. There's so many different ways to help us imagine everything it takes to put on a show. Yeah. Our students do it. And um, so, yes, you don't have to be in one of our classes, one of my classes to mm-hmm. participate in the shows. And we do a show a season. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a cabaret series where we do a show every month. Right. So we have so many ways to participate. And you've got a show coming up. <gasps> we have a show coming up. So exciting. Um, I'm excited too. It's uh, a very, uh, you know, it's like an unknown show. Amelie is based mm-hmm. on the movie that came out about 20-ish years ago. It was a popular little indie film set in France. And uh, this show was on Broadway for like five minutes. But yeah. it's a great little show. I call it little show because it's it's a smaller cast, an ensemble mm-hmm. that really does everything. They're all over the place. Um, but it's about uh, generosity, kindness, how a small act of kindness can make a huge difference in someone's life. That's amazing. And that's what the whole show is kind of about. That's perfect. Um, and we, we run just for two evening performances only. That's the sad thing at the Poway Performing Arts Center on February 8th and 9th. It's an 800-seat theater, though. Wow. Oh, wow. So a lot of people. A lot of yeah. people. And uh, we're really excited to be putting on the show there. That's great. So if you enjoyed this podcast and you want to go see – Theater in action. Definitely check it out. Thank Please. you so much for having Thank you, us. Thank Wilson. you. Thanks, ladies. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of From Dawn to Dawn podcast. Show notes are posted below for this episode. Be sure to check out LCID online for more news, updates, and all things red and gold. Always remember, once a dawn, always, always a dawn. dawn.